1: Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. You guys, welcome to whatever number... This is of my podcast, Dunzo. It is me, Troy McKeady. And this is I'm gonna say that this is a milestone episode for many reasons, which we'll get into. But first and foremost, I am joined today by my best friend. The the, the drinking game that you guys play behind my back every time I mention her name. She's here, <laughs> Katie Calvin. How are you?
0: Good. Hey Troy, thanks for having me.
1: Of course. Um I feel like so, a celebrity. no so this is like obviously you guys have read the title of the episode so you know that we're talking about fear today and I was telling Katie recently that this is without any question the most requested movie episode topic discussion since the the beginning of the podcast that I've gotten I get more dms yeah totally I completely understand and uh Mm -hmm. This is huge because this movie is obviously a milestone for the podcast, but like, it means a lot to both of us in That's our fun. childhoods and our friendship.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, it's like it's like sad that it's like a big part of our childhood. It's like, I know. yeah, I know. of our our
1: really young childhoods too, which is super. Annoying.
0: Yeah, I know. It's Like, mm, I learned I learned what a good man was from this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and okay. He so- liked
1: tell me so I know this already of course but tell the people listening what your experience is with this movie like when did you see it for the first time and stuff
0: so I was trying to remember when I first saw this movie and I all I know I mean Blockbuster was definitely there I was looking at when it came out which by the way this year it'll be 25 years isn't that crazy that's disgusting I know (laughs) I know makes me physically ill Um, so I had to have been like nine or ten, not no, yeah, like nine or ten when I saw this movie, I guess. Um, which is pretty sickening, I know. (laughs) Like I I remember the first time seeing it and like not understanding what was happening on the roller coaster, that's for sure. But knowing that I like liked it and wanted to know more about it. Totally. But I had no idea.
1: (laughs) So like where would you rank, I guess, Mark Wahlberg and your like sexual awakening
0: tough uh he's definitely up there he's not like my number one he's no he's no leo dicaprio right uh but he's definitely up there i mean when i was re-watching it i hadn't seen this movie in a couple of years for sure and when i was rewatching it i kind of like forgot how like sexy he was mm-hmm. in this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and uh i was like yeah i mean if i was like a 16 year old girl and he came up to me like ah, that would I would have uh I wouldn't have we wouldn't have even gotten to this point because I would have already like been like yep we're just together now forever <laughs> you know honestly I
1: weird the hottest moment for me like the moment like as an adult watching it where I'm like oh my god like that's the hottest scene is the beginning when he's just like in that black skin tight shirt playing pool and he like looks down at yeah
0: her. First of all, yes, okay, I totally agree. And he already like kind of knew, you know, he's like, oh, she's looking at me. Mm-hmm. I got her in my sight. But that was like such a 90s, this movie also really the n- 90s nostalgia, like hard. Right. Um, but that outfit that he was wearing, it was like a skin tight sweater, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a skin tight long sleeve, like bodysuit, basically. You could see every single one of his muscles like bulging right. out. Tuck, and a tucked tiny into giant waist. jeans. Yeah, tucked in the giant jeans like a tiny waist. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh."
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't forget
0: he's fresh off that Calvin Klein ad.
1: I know. And it's also, you know, it's so weird about watching this now too, especially like with like problematic men having to like like you know, be exposed or whatever. I just had a mm-hmm. stroke. You know what I mean? Um <laughs> yeah. like having to be exposed, What? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a podcast host um, But like You know what's weird It's it's almost like Mark Wahlberg in this movie Was like playing a version Of his 90s problematic of self
0: Mark Wahlberg I, that's, That is actually what scared me the most When I was watching this Is that I think that that's exactly how I mean I'm not going to say that's how he is now As a person everybody can like change Or grow okay. or whatever But I don't think he was like stretching too much I don't either What I mean I don't either Uh, I think that's like kind of how he was back then I mean we know he had all those like what was it like attempted murder and felony assault felonious assault charges back then Mm -hmm. I
1: mean he's been attacking uh helpless Asian people since way before it was a 2021 cultural thing it's like it's insane yeah exactly Yeah, I definitely feel like, I mean, especially in those moments where he gets really angry and, like, slips really deep into his accent, like, he's being Marky Mark, like, that's him. I know,
0: you're right, and he does slip deep into that accent. Yeah. Like, they didn't try to, like, they were like, let's not, we're not going to stretch it too much, Mark, like, this is, like, your second movie, maybe, I think he did Basketball Diaries before this one, and uh, they're like, just do your accent, just, Mm -hmm. like, they matched him with they're like, don't worry about (laughs) it, everybody's from Seattle, but you can be from back east.
1: (laughs) all right and they're like just do a couple crunches before if you could just maybe kind of lift a couple weights before the scenes and you should be good to go we'll put some cue cards up for you to read (laughs) (laughs) um well yeah we're gonna break this movie down this is finally happening I can't believe it I know that you guys are like I'm just excited for this to finally come out because people have been asking for it for so long so this is gonna be really fun and uh yeah are you ready to uh go through this film oh i'm ready okay okay oh my god okay (laughs) so the movie opens with a shot of reese aka nicole nicole um and she's uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) she's taking a shower and we hear her family or we hear this like a female voice we don't know who it is yet but she says nicole save your dad some
0: save some hot water for your dad nicole (laughs) Uh, also just want to point out that it was really weird that that shower scene was in place now knowing that Nicole was a 16 year old girl it was a very uh I was like
1: okay (laughs) yeah like we had to open with her in the
0: shower honestly the outfit choices for this movie in general which we'll talk about were a lot for again be like we get it they're they're like young but they the clothes that they chose
1: insane yeah because <laughs> I remember asking you before we recorded I was like so is she is Re- I know Reese Witherspoon is in high school but is she like a senior and you're like no she's like a full-blown like <laughs> sophomore in high school basically yeah like oh my god
0: and they say in the movie she's only 16 mm-hmm. like her dad said so it's like okay so it's very clear I don't know if you remember like I, I don't mean to get ahead but she, when she comes out of that shower scene she has like little frilly socks on and like oh, wearing yeah. jeans. Oh yes. And then like a, the skirt that was like, really, I was like, okay, this is yeah. a lead situation that we're working with.
1: Totally. And I never, honestly, it's like, I never, obviously when I was younger, I never really looked at it that way. And I never picked up on like the daddy's girl thing and him wanting mm-hmm. to replace her dad. And it was just so, it's so much more like sinister than i ever thought i just was always like he loves her (laughs) or whatever (laughs) um and we get this like really extremely intense shot of her dad running um he's like power running if i've ever seen it like
0: sprinting through the woods it was like twilight fucking robert pattinson (laughs) like
1: true blood when they like move really fast
0: yeah, I was
1: like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then we also see him, like, the dog is there. So we get, a, it's, it's very establishing. Like, we see that there's a dog. We get to see their house. And they live in this big, giant, very modern. Like, they're wealthy. It's very obvious. Um, and then we get our first, like, full family shot in the kitchen. So it's the dad. His name is Steve. Um, he's reading the newspaper. His wife, Laura. She's like pouring coffee, and she asks him if he got tickets to some show that we don't know anything about yet. But she's like, "Did you get the tickets?" And um, he tells her that he forgot. So again, we're establishing that he's not like super present. You know, they do these movies always do such a good job at the beginning of like basically telling you the whole movie in the first five minutes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and she so nicole walks into the kitchen and she's wearing her i mean baby doll dresses it's like a courtney love 1992 like i want you to see the bottoms of my underwear kind of gig tiny itty bitty little floral baby doll dress and patent leather mary janes with i call them doily socks
0: (laughs) (laughs) like lacy little like yeah yeah (laughs) like (laughs) Like, little girl socks that we all had to wear for some reason so I like never understand
1: right they're like American girl doll socks
0: yeah
1: (laughs) um and her dad like looked her up and down and and he's like sort of taken aback by the fact that she looks like a sexy baby and he makes a comment about how he's like well Laura should take you to the to the mall and get you some new clothes like your clothes it looks like he was insinuating like they look too small for you. Like, you've grown too much. And Laura's like, Oh, that's new. She just bought that. That's supposed yeah, to be that, that short. Yeah. It's not one of her childhood dresses, actually. Yeah.
0: That's the fashion app,
1: Steve. Right.
0: We're here. If you weren't always at work, you'd know that. <laughs> exactly. If you
1: were always <laughs> building futuristic homes, Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Nicole gets really mad about it, of course. And she has the most teenage girl response ever, where she's like, She was like, I have to ask permission to breathe around here. Can I go to school now, father? Just so like. (laughs) So dramatic. So dramatic. And we also meet her little brother, Toby. He comes into the kitchen. The true star of the movie, a a mute. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Toby doesn't talk at all the whole time. But every line he says is a gem. Yes. When he does speak. When they ask him about his game, he's like, "What does he say?" <laughs> like he oh. has my oh, is your dad coming to games? Like he hasn't really watched the game, too busy picking up chicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and also,
1: Toby has like this feathered sort of like Anne Haish during Ellen Hair moment happening where it's like there's literally like he's like got finger waves basically
0: yeah he um, has like feathered like feathered hair right? yeah, it's like of feathers
1: intentionally very <laughs> feathered um yeah and uh, he has a dog whistle which we you know the dog is very important to the end of the movie right. um and yeah they always tell you like that I, I always noticed like in the first couple minutes they always like tell you all the stuff that's going to happen like, you need these setups for the climax, mostly. Like, mm-hmm. you need to know that there's a dog. You need to know that there's, like, crazy security in the house. Like, you have to know everything. Yeah. That up to the big build-up moment,
0: you know? Exactly. Exactly. That
1: yeah. they're secluded. It's
0: like, Yeah, they're very secluded. Um, they have, like, a code to the house. Like, yeah, all the security. They have a dog that they love. What was the dog's name? Do you remember?
1: Uh Oh, God. I'll think of it. Because... Okay. Cause Mark Wahlberg says it funny.
0: Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> great.
1: Um, oh,
0: I can't.
1: I'll think of it. I like it, it ends with an A because it's like him pronouncing an A at the end of the word, and I can like hear it in my head. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But so then Steve asks Toby about his baseball game, and that's what he says. Like he tells him <laughs> that his dad only shows up to pick up chicks. So we established then that Laura, this is a blended family. Reese Witherspoon is Steve's daughter, and Toby is Laura's kid, and they've blended, which I don't think I ever really thought about either when I was younger. Like, I didn't pick up that she wasn't his real sister.
0: Me either. I mean, I always got that Laura was the stepmother, but I never got that Toby wasn't like her bio, like whether it be like half brother or something. I just always thought he was like the dad's son, too.
1: Yeah, same. Um, and yeah, so the next we get a scene of him at work, and there's mention of him like building, you know, a, a building project ending up in the hands of a rival company. You know, it's all just like, like, just work chatter. He's like, yeah, the Johnsons got the got the project. Blah 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 blah. It's like all bullshit, but it establishes mm-hmm. he's got a career,
0: he's wealthy, he works really
1: hard. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: he works crazy hours. You know, right?
1: He neglects his family the for the job his job. Done
0: yeah
1: um and uh yeah and he's an art arch- is, is he an architect is that his job
0: yeah i think i think so okay i think so they don't say it but i mean he had all those blueprints right. And right. Such. he's always carrying documents and stuff so it was like pictures of buildings and things
1: <laughs> and then in the next scene we have our first moment with nicole and her friends um we have Margot, who is played by Alyssa milano and gary played by the guy from Jason Takes Manhattan that gets a spear gun to the stomach and has the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. Um, He isn't really like super, he's he's like very nerdy in this movie, but like, I'm not kidding. You guys watch Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, chef's kiss. He's so hot. I
0: know. Just watch that movie anyway. Right. It's always good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you You don't need to to pick me
0: up. Watch Jason Takes Manhattan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um. So yeah, so Nicole and Gary are having a conversation about skipping class and uh, Gary wants to go get coffee at this coffee shop. And Nicole is very much against it. She's a real goody two shoes. She's like, "We'll have to come right back. Like there's no point in leaving. Like our our third period, uh, like blah, blah, blah is almost over. We have a test and blah, blah, blah. And then in walks our manic pixie dream girl, Alyssa Milano, who, uh, you know, she's like, she says that she's late because the teacher couldn't stop staring at her tits just like so establishing yeah. of her character
0: right yeah okay so <laughs> Margot and Nicole are I don't know I mean maybe I was like thinking way too into this you mm-hmm. know um it's like what what was behind the director's motivations here but it's very like okay this is like Reese. She's the virginal, like very goody two shoes. And then her best friend's Margot, like the wild, sexy slut. And like, then they have like the middle, you know, right down the middle. What's his name again? Toby? Gary. Um, Gary. (laughs) Wasn't it Toby? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gary, who's kind of like the middle ground. Right. But it's just like, it's, like, they go so far to the extremes with, like, mm. both, kind of, like, with Nicole and Margot that it's, like, all right, like, we get it, guys, you know, right. like, like, Reese is a virgin and, like, Margot is not clearly okay. I <laughs>
1: like, know. It's, like, it's, I mean, they beat you over the head with Margot being a slut. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's
0: in, Honestly, it's problematic. It's right. Like, it would never be okay today, I don't think. I don't know. It's very... I was like, getting. I like felt bad for her. I'm like, you're the real survivor of this movie,
1: Margo. No, totally,
0: totally.
1: <laughs> if yeah, I mean, if this was now, like, Margo would be the way the one that people were way more interested in. Like, you mm. know, it would be reversed. Like, it's her her story in this movie is just fucking wild to me. I cannot yeah. believe that we used to watch this as little kids, specifically because of her.
0: I yes.
1: um I don't want
0: to get ahead of
1: myself right now I'm like so excited um okay so then we enter the most quite possibly the most 90s establishment to ever exist there this coffee shop is I mean every guy in there
0: everything (laughs) everything that a 90s you know coffee shop should have pool tables
1: beanies coffee
0: yeah, yeah. This place has everything. <laughs> G-
1: giant denim shorts. Yeah. <laughs> no, like R- literally, type. and you hear like every guy in there looks like um they look like the guys that fucking uh Alicia Silverstone explains as like the guys of her generation in Clueless.
0: <sighs> exactly. It was all very like grunge either had has like had like exploded and they were in the heart of Seattle so mm-hmm. it was just okay we are here we are in it everybody listens to Nirvana and right. we're going with it you know right I had to look
1: up the song because that's like this song lives in my head rent free for 30 fucking years and I was like what is this song that plays in this fucking coffee shop was it's always in my head and I read that Mark Wahlberg like made this song for the coffee shop scene the one that's like, come, come along and take a ride, come along and free your mind. <laughs> Um. So they walk up to order and they look up and they see this group of guys playing pool and Margot, of course, is like immediately, she's like lustful after like the most disgusting trucker guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, so like he's not weird. even hot. It was like, it's such a weird choice, acting choice. I was like, this guy must know somebody or something. I mean, he looked bad. Like he was like bad news, but he wasn't even like like, oh, he's like rough, but like hot still. Right, was, Like really creepy, like bad news all around. Yeah, he just looked
1: like somebody's like alcoholic uncle. Like nothing about him yeah. was sexually attractive at all. Yeah. Um, and she's like smoking and she's got this like pleather jacket thrown over her shoulders like she's fucking Rizzo. Um <laughs> and Nicole she Nicole's like, stop staring. She's like, You're being so obvious until she meets eyes with Mark Wahlberg and becomes even more enamored than Margot was. Like she's literally mm-hmm. smile, Cheshire cat smiling. Um mm-hmm. and a guy Doing, walks- like
0: touching her hair. Yeah, like
1: twirling it through her finger. Mm-hmm. like licking her teeth um (laughs) and a guy walks by and gives them a flyer for a rave that's happening that night and nicole tells Margot that she can't go because she's she's got to go to james taylor with her dad which those are the the tickets that he forgot to buy earlier um and as they're leaving she notices mark Wahlberg like looking at the flyer too so then she's Mm -hmm. like okay um
0: yeah maybe
1: I also this, gonna go too? this totally warped my idea of like like I grew up thinking like when I get to a certain age I will go to raves.
0: I, I actually have that in my notes uh this is exactly like what I thought <laughs> like parties were gonna be like when I got to high school. These like massive like underground huge like raves and like everybody like I guess like making out and like going crazy. And I obviously, none of that happened to me in high school. (laughs) They really tricked me into thinking that uh, that's how the parties were going to be. And I was sorely mistaken.
1: I was like, I'm going to put a pacifier in. and
0: Yeah, I know. I'm going to have a candy necklace.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This scene coming up, I actually really, I want to get your opinion on. So the girls are hanging out by the pool and margot is telling nicole how much she they're they're like looking through a hustler and Mm -hmm. she's telling her like she's like well i would love to do it because it's like the thought of having millions of guys fantasize after you is power Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's like the way that they establish that she's like i don't even know like it's like it even goes beyond her being a slut like there's parts of it that I think are kind of cool where they, it's like right. she thinks she knows so much about sex and like you, the whole movie, you kind of go along with it thinking like that she does, but like at the end of the day, she's a fucking teenager and we all knew that teenage yeah. girl that was like that.
0: Right, exactly. I mean I think which with Margot, it was and with other, you know, people that we've been friends with and stuff down the road, and this is not a judgment, it's just It's like, instead of being called, you know, a slut or something, or you have that, like, stigma, you embrace it and take it as what it is. Like, I know I'm hot, I know I'm sexy, and, like, I'm, I have, there's power in that, and I'm just gonna act like I, like you said, like, know everything, I'm so experienced, and, uh, and obviously it comes back to, uh, you you just realize at the end of the day, she's just a girl, a young girl. Yeah, she's a
1: kid, and she's, like, pretending to be, you know some she's like pretending to be fucking sharon stone honestly
0: yeah i you know.
1: know um yeah
0: she really and and they also established well i would probably get to that but it doesn't seem like she has like a real parental any kind of like parent parental guidance around her at any time
1: oh yeah okay so her her yeah i thought this was also really interesting so like while they're talking about the boy's that they like would hook up with the school or whatever her mom pops out and tells her that she's going to be gone for a few days and she tells her like where to find her and like how to get in contact with her and Margot tells nicole that she's going to stay she specifically says with some pop a pot belly guy with a lot of dough and mm-hmm. it's like yeah it's, it seems like she's just like there alone a lot and she's watched her mom probably jump from like rich guy to rich guy and like mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of um a lot of character development with Margot, if you choose to see it, you know.
0: Yes, I agree completely. Like they really do establish her as like this is why she is the way she is. If you just look a little closely,
1: mm-hmm. can see. you'll see her daddy issues.
0: Yeah, daddy issues. <laughs> she's learning from her mom that like you don't you know you get like sex is how you get again power. Yep. Um, and then she's just uh, again. 16, so yeah, here we go. <laughs> Ugh,
1: um We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now
0: with Game Pass.
1: Uh, okay. Oh yeah. So then Nicole's dad comes to pick her up from Margot's house while they're, they're and while they're driving, she says, "Is it absolutely necessary that we see James Taylor again?" And he doesn't remember that they've seen James Taylor together at all. And she, of course, knows like the time and date and like what the weather was, and she knows everything um, mm-hmm. because he is not present and he's a shitty dad at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and while Laura is making dinner, Steve gets a call from his office that he has to meet a client in Vancouver, which is just like, so like, just so these I movies.
0: I know, it's always like, I gotta hop on a jet tonight. <laughs> yeah. Get these, get these mock-ups to the people in Vancouver. It's like, right. what?
1: <laughs> they secured the deal. Yeah. <laughs> um and you know obviously he can't go to the James Taylor concert and you know when he tells the family Laura says we've been planning this for weeks and it was your idea and they're all mad Nicole's pissed like you know he he never keeps promises he's not present he doesn't follow through with anything and it gets worse and worse throughout the movie like he's like the worst Mm
0: -hmm. yeah he's really not um he's lacking as a parent and as a husband as mm-hmm. Steve Steve so kindly tells him
1: later <laughs> on in the movie <laughs> he wouldn't be all up on his stick
0: yeah. uh, oh, God. otherwise <laughs> you're obviously not
1: keeping up your end of the bargain with the missus oh.
0: can you just uh, talk can you talk like I need you to do Mark Wahlberg impressions like for most of this by oh, the way, prepare like,
1: oh, yourself you
0: do the best impressions and I like, I just need it so bad and it's so his accent is so thick in this this Boston accent
1: he's so creepy and so hot I hate him I um so <laughs> then we get the iconic iconic rave the industrial rave moment um and as they're walking through the rave, Nicole runs into Mark Wahlberg, a.k.a. David, and he tells her, he goes, you're not dancing. And she's like,
0: I know. It's such a weird moment. I get It's like cringy, honestly. Right.
1: And she goes, you aren't either. And he just stares at her and she goes, how come? And he goes, huh? And she goes, how come you're not dancing? It's such a weirdly written scene.
0: Yes. Yeah. And he's in like, the middle of a rave, like I know, I
1: know. <laughs> you're like posted up against a tiki, a tiki pole. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's like, "Cause nobody's asked me yet." Um. So then she. And like, by
0: the way, Mark Wahlberg lips licks his lips so much in this movie, oh it is a lot to handle. And he does it there. He's like, "Nobody's asked me yet," and he like licks his lips. <laughs> let's get
1: out of here. I know. Cause he's like of the generation that learned how to be sexy from LL Cool J, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then she like looks over and she sees Margot like, I don't even know what you would call it. I, we'll call it dancing for the sake of time, but like, <laughs> yeah. it's really, she's like thing. Like dancing. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden a fight breaks out and some psycho decides to climb the elect, this massive electronic, uh, like, like Survivor tribal thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it looked like one of the, the fucking relics from Survivor.
0: I love how you brought Survivor in. <laughs> you
1: knew I had, I, know. <laughs> I had to. I know. Gotta find a way. Um, yeah. So he crashes it and this giant and everybody starts scattering and going crazy. So everyone is fighting. They're all trying to find their way out of the party. David takes Nicole's arm and they go up to the roof. And as they're leaving, they see Margot with Creepy Guy, and she's like leaving with him. And he tries to, like, so D- I love this part. So he drives Nicole to a field that overlooks the entire city. And as they pull up, she says, Isn't this that car they stopped making because it blows up or something? And he says, oh, I can't. <laughs> he, says. he says, Yeah, that's why I got her. He goes, I saw her sitting there all alone, cold in the junkyard, and it's not her fault they didn't put it together, right? And he's like, like, <laughs> <the> fucking... <laughs> 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 and we see, we see that Laura is waiting up for Nicole, which is like the story of their life for the rest of the movie. It's just like waiting with yeah. the
0: phone. waiting on Nicole. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, um... They're starting. Nicole and David start like opening up to each other, and they're talking about their families. And um, she tells him that you know her, her and her mom, that her dad basically left her as a kid, and it was her and her mom in this big house alone. And she mm-hmm. took care of her mom and was like one of those kids that had to be like an adult as a kid. And that, uh, and then he tells her this like completely. I mean, we don't know yet that it's fabricated, but it's, like, any person in their right mind would be like, you're lying right now, sir.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Come on.
0: I had a perfect, I had a perfect family. Right. I don't argue at all, my parents. Okay.
1: Okay. He's like, mm-hmm. the biggest disagreement is tea or coffee, stove-top, uh, oven-baked. <laughs> right.
0: Like, um, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, just circling back quickly to the rave scene, um, mm-hmm because it's so iconic. It's just such an iconic scene. That kind of like, I mean, obviously they have to have that scene in order for Nicole and um and David to like go off by themselves. Right. But doesn't it it's like almost like oh, that was like a basically like a completely different movie that they just like came into. What like where did that fight how did the fight start? It was just the riot just started. Oh and then all of a sudden there was like a fire and then there was helicopters all over the place. Like there was like a massive bust. It was just like the craziest, like wasn't really explained well, but it just went like ape shit. Like it went like all over the place. And then they just, and then I also think it's crazy that I'm just thinking like if I, me and my friend were there, right? We're not supposed to be there or whatever, we're 16. When Margo was just like, I'll see you later. And like, just like let her go off with, right. with David. I mean, I know with my best friend when we were 16, I would never, I'd be like, let's get out of here. I'm so scared. Oh my right God. Now. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be like, let's split up and go with these like random guys. Well, maybe I would, but if we were together,
1: well, I wouldn't yeah. just go alone. <laughs> and plus like Margot was, okay. It's like, I don't know which one is even worse. Cause like she was going off with David, but then Margot was going off with like the group. Like literally Margot yeah, whole was group. all of those guys. Yeah. it was so weird the the fight breaking out to me in my mind I think just this is how I rationalized it as a kid and then I always like took it's funny like working through this now because it's like in my head I always think of it as like that's what happens at raves you know
0: yeah I know there always always a chance that it gets broken up by the cops Mm-hmm. And the helicopters come overhead
1: they end by people scattering out lights exactly
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so, yeah, and then he, 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 yeah, he's, like, telling her that his parents have never had a disagreement and that, you know, he they're really sweet and, you know, he loves, like, he looks up to them and stuff. And uh, she told him that she had to leave and she was like, oh, my God, it's it's my curfew. Um, I have to be home by midnight. And he takes her watch and winds the, the hands back and he goes, we got all the time in the world.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> That's the first scene that we see of David playing around with clocks. <laughs> he really likes to be sneaky like that. Ah, he does.
1: He does. He loves to wind <laughs> the hands back of a clock and ruin yeah. a, an entire like day's worth of events for tons of people. Yeah. One single clock, <laughs> by the way.
0: Because there's just one clock.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, her dad's entire business depends on the, the clock that sits on his desk behind him. <laughs> Um,
0: not the time on his computer not the time (laughs) on his watch
1: right damn it um (laughs) so when she gets home obviously laura is super upset and she told her that she's been waiting up for two hours and she goes and go upstairs and take off your
0: makeup you look like a
1: slut yeah and
0: that's really that was like pretty cut deep you know it does that's a harsh thing to say
1: the way she says it has always stuck with me
0: yeah it's and so she much... didn't look like a slut by the way i know <laughs> reese witherspoon had very natural makeup on
1: i know i was like my god girl wait <laughs> until you see what teenagers look like now
0: i know, I
1: know. <laughs> she's not even contoured
0: <laughs> i know god she doesn't have an overlined lip
1: she's even had her 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 uh back fat put into her ass what are you talking about (laughs) um so then the next day her dad is like obviously he's really upset he confronts her about being two hours late and she confesses that there is a guy and he wants her to tell him about the guy and she's like i don't even know if i'm going to talk to him again it's not that big of a deal and he tells her that she's grounded and he says that she needs to apologize to laura also by the way Important to note that her punishment for being grounded is like chores. Like she used to like take out the garbage. Yard
0: work. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, like landscaping and stuff or whatever. And um, he's like, you need to go apologize to Laura because she was waiting up for you. And she says, I'll apologize when she apologizes for telling me that I looked like a slut. And it's funny because it's like, you think that she's going to be like remorseful about about saying it, but she like digs her, plants her feet.
0: Yeah, like she did look like one it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah, it's like,
1: okay, the 90s are alive
0: and well. <laughs> I know, I was like, well, that's my daughter, so can you say sorry,
1: please? Right, oh. yeah, you fucking bitch.
0: Um, also, like, a relic, I'm sorry to interrupt you, a relic yeah. of the 90s that was, like, sitting, like, front and center in um, Steve's mm-hmm. office, I guess that was, like, his office room, right, um, there was, like, an old CD stand did you notice that in the background really yeah it was like a big you know like the big giant CD stands that you used to have and I was like oh to be young again with a CD God. stand
1: do you remember when those were specifically like there was a time when a CD stand was like wealth it was like wealth it meant like class yeah, wealth I own so many
0: CDs that I need a stand Look at all these CDs I have yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I <know. laughs> I know. I had one I, that was like a spiral. Do you, know one, do you know what I'm yeah.
1: talking about? Oh, say no more. Say less. Oh, <laughs> my God. Are you kidding? Did you get that? With my five play? disc
0: CD changer. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
1: um, but yeah, she like, later that night, she tells her like, um, can you not call my kid a slut? And she goes, well, she had about two gallons of makeup on. So I told her that she, so I told her she looked like a slut because that's what she looked like like oh okay Ew, um, i know
0: <laughs>
1: and then we get our first montage the next day oh yeah this is a great great montage the falling in love montage um yeah he's like they're like kissing in the alleyway and like holding hands and just like i love you have to have a montage in an erotic thriller and i, I just thought it was very effective
0: I know. Can you please quote Mark Wahlberg when they're making out? In the alleyway? What does he say? says, every potty tastes so good. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah he's, like, he's like squeezing her butt cheeks really, yeah. really hard for a long and he,
0: time. And he makes out with her, like, really. I don't know if it was just me, but did it not seem, like, very sloppy? Like, just the way he was, like, eating her face. I mean, his mouth was so much bigger than hers. And I, I mean, it looked very sexual. And like, I mean, I would obviously be loving that. But it was like, she looked, it just looked like she was like overwhelmed by how much, like how intense, I guess, David is, right? Like he was just zero to 60. Like the makeout scenes were wild to me. That was like, already, I feel like we're having sex, just watching a out with her.
1: He was like taking her lips and putting them in his mouth and just holding it.
0: <laughs> like yeah. it was literally psychotic yeah, actually,
1: yeah. <laughs> I I actually transcribed the montage I thought that I just like said montage but I actually like okay so because of course this part's so iconic of course I did so she like is leaving school with Gary and she like jumps in his convertible and oh. I mean the moment we all dreamt of where she like looks Dread. over at the girls and she's They're all like,
0: envious of her
1: yeah, they're giving her dirty looks and she speeds away in his convertible that blows up and he's so
0: hot. I know. Um, oh. It was like, you know, that had to felt good. That had to have felt good. Oh, like, that's like a dream, you know?
1: That's iconic. Like, oh,
0: so, hey girls, it's my boyfriend. It's
1: my it's ride's right here. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we get a shot of them at the coffee shop playing pool. And he looks so, this is also really funny. He looks over... At Margot, and she's Margot is literally fucking her boyfriend's face. Yeah, like she's they're like doing some tantric sting shit up in the uh in the pool hall of the the coffee shop. And he looks back at Nicole, David, like looks back at Nicole and like shakes his head, like those crazy kids. That's not yeah,
0: he's like, oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, we're they're so crazy. Mm -hmm.
1: And then, yeah, we get we get a shot of them making out in the doorway, and he says. Nicole, every part you tastes so good. <laughs> and he says he's ready to meet her family, which is huge.
0: I mean, first of all, the secondhand, like, rage I got from that. I was like, oh, one day and he's already ready to meet her family. That's great. I was, nice. like, <laughs> I was like, this. none of my boyfriends are like that.
1: Yeah, it must be nice, girl.
0: Yeah, must he... be nice that he wants to get serious so quick. <laughs>
1: you're fully one of the girls biting her nails staring at her getting the convertible
0: <laughs> yeah exactly like dreaming it was me
1: <laughs> and then oh another this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie so in the next scene he introduces himself to her dad or as he likes to call him Mr. Walker um the dog's name by the way is Kaiser. Kaiser. <laughs> okay um and he talks to Toby, and he's, like, you know, doing that, like, rub a young boy's head thing. Like, hey, champ.
0: Yeah. Hey, um, champ. <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, he's, like, smoozing the whole family. They're all, they're all in love with him. At one point, he says, um, Steve says, so you don't go to school with Nicole, do you? Because Mark Wahlberg looks 40. He's, like, um. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mark Wahlberg's, like, um. <laughs> a- full-grown man like
1: he is a man he's like not right now Mr. Walker I'm just exploring my options before I head back (laughs) Uh, and then Laura comes up and reminds Nicole that she's got to help her plant trees because of her punishment and David interrupts and he introduces himself to Laura and tells her he's like I used to do landscaping on some summers and he's like he goes, the main thing is that the, the moisture content in the soil, these guys are really sensitive for about 10 days or so. And it's like,
0: <gasps> just so like heavy handed. I know.
1: <laughs> um, but he, it's, it's working and they're like, except, you know, Steve is still like, this guy is a creepy old fucking man dating my teenage daughter. Um,
0: right.
1: So Steve is inside working the scene and
0: doing Nicole's chores <laughs> right
1: and he hears Laura flirting with David and he's like he goes is some someplace I can get cleaned up and she goes I think a little hard-earned dirt under a man's nails can be quite attractive <laughs> and then she sends him into the bathroom
0: <laughs> Laura <laughs> I wants why to why. I didn't, like pick up on that yeah Laura was in I mean he was like their age
1: i know i could have
0: easily got a couple
1: i know um so he uses the bathroom in steve's office and margo follows him in and she invites steve to go to this fair that they're going to tonight and um out of nowhere she props her leg up on like a, a chair in front of him and she's like come on mr walker it'll be fun we could play bumper cars. She's really <laughs> giving Sharon Stone being interrogated right now. She's yeah, like, when bent over
0: animals.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was like a really, that also that scene was, again, they just wanted to establish that Margot was experienced, mm-hmm. you know? So like, check it out. This is now she's gonna like hit on her dad. She has no morals like yeah she doesn't care
1: and you can see mark Wahlberg like smiling so you can you know that he told her to do it which is like there's so much unspoken stuff that happens in this movie that you just have to watch it a bunch of times to be like oh my god like he must have been just fucking with margo from the minute nicole met them like day one yeah
0: i think so too especially if and I mean, this isn't part of the movie and they're not real people, but if Margot was hanging out with that guy, that creepy guy, she like knew where he lived. She was, as we know, like went to their house. So he, she had to have known like the kind of person David was way before right. she was too scared to say anything to Nicole.
1: Yeah. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Like she knew that he was lying about all the stuff. Right. Oh, so weird. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so he he like basically tells Margot to like show Steve her ass so that he can switch the 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 hands back on the clock two hours or whatever. Um, And he then he tells clock
0: hijinks.
1: (laughs) And then he he tells Nicole to grab him a coke, and he does it in a really sort of like passive aggressive way. Well, not passive. It's Mm -hmm. just fully aggressive. And her dad is like, uh, what the fuck? Like, did you just demand my daughter go grab you a Coke? Um and the montage that we've all been waiting for is finally here. So
0: You the Sundays. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You You know who I'm (laughs) living. (laughs) <laughs> okay so
1: <laughs> no, like honestly it would be smart for you to play Wild Horses as you're listening to the scene like yeah. let it play softly in the background under our voices
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> let our soothing voices set the scene for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they're at the carnival or the fair or whatever and um, the scene opens with David uh, squeezing Nicole's butt and rubbing his finger over her belly button while they kiss and then he escorts her by the tips of her fingers onto a roller coaster seat and he pulls the bar down over their laps ever so gently and he mm-hmm. rests his hand on her thigh and she like the thing that I, I honestly not until recently realized was that like she takes his hand and starts mm-hmm. to move it betwixt her legs. She
0: does and- the way she does it actually, um, I like gasped a little bit because I didn't remember it like that, <laughs> you know? either me neither. It felt like she like really kind of shoved her his hand in there and I was <laughs> like, oh my God. I didn't remember it like that. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it's true. No, it's true. He, she like, she was like, no, I'm going to use your hand real quick because we're about to go up this corner. Yeah. I think this orgasm will feel amazing. Yeah. Uh, And as they reach the top of the roller coaster um, and they...
0: Wind gently blowing through her hair. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) And, like, she's... Her orgasm is happening in tandem with this ride. And then they, like, go down and she, like, orgasms. And it's it's honestly, like, it's so beautifully shot. Like, it really is such, like, a beautiful scene. And the song is so good I mean there's a reason that it lives Mm -hmm. in people's minds and it's not even because it's like so raunchy it really is just because it's so effective you know
0: I mean that scene was like a game changer for me for sure yeah as far as like going like I'm a girl not yet a woman like that was (laughs) like that was it for me kind of that was one of the big ones I mean I thought that was, like, first of all, I thought that was, like, so romantic, which, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I was, like, they're so in love, he's so hot, and you know what I mean, and, and it was, like, the great, like, the, the climax, like, the lead-up going up the coaster, then, like, coming down is, like, their climax, it was, like, really well shot, Like we got it, you know, we got right. that she had the orgasm.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, it's, like, she's, the fact that she is the one that controls his hand is like, oh she's like really letting her guard down. She's really like yeah she's in love with this guy now. Like it's official. Yeah. Because she's Mm -hmm. a good girl. You know, she doesn't like she's not marked. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. She has to take it a little bit slow. (laughs) So that was like a big that was a great scene though. And yeah, that song by the Sundays, well, obviously the cover of the Rolling Stones song, but Mm -hmm. one of the best, I would say, if not the best cover song ever like oh. the Sundays doing that, doing wild horses. Like I used to want that when I'd be like, when I was like a kid, I'd be like, I'm going to get married and I'm going to walk down the aisle to wild horses by the Sundays. Like that was like, because of this movie, literally. Well, it's, it's beautiful.
1: And it's so yeah. like, it just like transports you to like another yeah. place. It's just so good. Yeah. So good. Um, And then David ends up winning Nicole a peace pipe at the carnival and creepy gross guy does this thing to Nicole a lot where he points at her and thrusts his hips. <laughs> like
0: Yeah, why was he <laughs> doing that? I didn't like <laughs> <laughs> well, like was... I, if I was recently I'm like what's your friend doing? Like stop. I'd be like David <laughs> Stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> look what he's doing. Yeah. He's
1: winding his <laughs> hips
0: at me, and he's pointing. Yeah,
1: so, <laughs> um, and like he's doing that as he's like violently making out with Marco, um, which is like obviously terrifies her. And
0: yeah, David, and me for that matter, <laughs> right?
1: Um, and Steve finds out that he has to go back to Vancouver and invites Laura to come with. I actually thought this scene was really funny. He's like. He's like, I got to go. And she's like, all right, bye. Because she's like over him. And yeah. uh, he's like, we can stay in that place. We stayed at last time. And then immediately they're like, all right, kids. There's money on the table. Call Domino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, nobody's allowed in the house. Stay safe. We'll have our phones and we'll see ya. Laura yeah. wants to go get fucked because David got her all like
0: horny. Exactly. They didn't care that she was obviously going to have David over. Obviously. Yeah. Oh,
1: are you kidding me?
0: I mean oh my god i was like are you kidding me like because um, she's like all right great see ya I'll, of course i'll watch toby <laughs> yeah, <I
1: know. laughs> like come on she's like i'm gonna lose my virginity yeah. this weekend yay
0: yeah exactly
1: um so then as soon as they pull out of course she like runs upstairs and i love this scene because it it really does feel like she ran up there because reese is out of breath
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> she's like, like like old man breathing into the phone she's so excited to call him and um while she's talking to him on the phone this took me about 10 years to notice by the way while she's talking to David on the phone in the corner of the screen he is rubbing somebody's head in his lap and it's like not the main like it's like not really in focus You can just see that he's petting somebody's head with dark hair in his lap and we don't know who it is.
0: Was that a person? I thought it was a dog.
1: No, he, like Margot's sucking his dick in the car.
0: Margo was?
1: Yes, he's rubbing her hair. I
0: legitimately thought that he had a dog.
1: Oh my God, I'm so happy that you didn't know either. Uh, I thought it was gonna like sound really dumb. No, that's Margo.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Whoa, that just, like, changed. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, right. I know, I know. I, I never know. put that together.
1: And her head is, like, going, I mean, if you, like, because they don't focus on it, but you can see her head going up and down, and he's, like, Oh, my her head.
0: God. Now but. I have to go watch it. I have to go back and watch it.
1: I, it's, when I realized that, I was, like, are you fucking kidding me? It took me my entire I didn't even, I didn't think it was a dog. I didn't think it was anything. I didn't even know that there was anything there.
0: I was like, wait, there's black hair there? Um, Wow. And he says something, right? When he gets off the phone with Nicole, he says something to Marco. I don't know what he says though. That's why I thought it was a dog. He tells her
1: that, he's like, we have plans tonight, but like, Mm -hmm. I'll come over after. And she, that's that. And also that's when she gives him the code to the keypad.
0: Yes.
1: Um he lets himself in and he like takes a look around the house. Very important to note that he picks up a family picture of Steve and and the kids and Laura and like really examines it for a, a long time. Yeah. And then he goes into Nicole's room, and while she's sleeping, he finds a daddy's girl bracelet and her jewelry box. And she's in bed. She's wearing underwear and he like pulls the covers off of her and he kisses her shoulder. And this is when everybody discovered that Mark Wahlberg had that third nipple. Remember this being like a a big deal.
0: Yeah, so it was a big deal. Also worth noting, she's an all white, very virginal, Mm -hmm. really driving it home.
1: Yeah, she's very Carrie (laughs) pre-prom.
0: Yeah. Also like (laughs) when she's like sleeping in bed and he comes up and like takes the covers off and she wakes up and he's like completely naked, mm. standing in front of her. I would have been, can you imagine like how, I, she was like fine with it. I would have been like, whoa.
1: Oh my God, I know.
0: I didn't like, whoa, okay, we're going right into it, okay.
1: And also like, oh, like, you let yourself in. That's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, like could have given me a call. But,
1: right. <laughs> right, honestly, I probably would have gone full Margot. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> of course. Of course, are you kidding? I like it's not even a question. It's not even a Mark Wahlberg was so hot. It's crazy how hot Mark Wahlberg was in that movie.
1: I would have gone in full Margot the House and you guys can take that for yeah. whatever you want it to me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, hi. <clears throat> Puberty, hello. <clears throat> <laughs> so yeah he's like naked and they they have sex for the first time and he also says i love you Mm -hmm. um and the next day she asks gary not to tell margo that she hooked up with david because i don't know she's like embarrassed about it or whatever and she doesn't want her and she also doesn't want margo to know that they said i love you and uh Gary gave me very me vibes. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm Gary. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. <laughs> um, and as he's hugging her, as Gary is hugging Nicole goodbye, David pulls up in his car that blows up and he is like goes fucking nuts. He literally comes up, grabs Gary. First of all, he... I wouldn't even say that he punches Gary in the back of the head. He literally makes a fist and just beats the back of his head with this fist, which is It was so violent.
0: Yeah, it was so violent. And again, makes you look at it and you're like, this does not look like acting to me. Like the way he, like Mark Wahlberg fights, it's like, that's, he's definitely done that before. It was. No question about it
1: out of control he's like literally stomping gary in his stomach he nicole obviously tries to like pull her off of him and or pull yeah pull him off of him and he like hits her in her eye and she falls back she's hysterical she's screaming and when she gets home she's like in the shower and she notices that she has a black eye and laura comes into uh to like give her a towel or something and she like teaches her how to cover up her eyes she told her that she like caught an elbow in gym class and I don't know it's just like that scene was like really really fucking intense
0: yeah it was crazy and then he doesn't even when she's like on the ground sobbing he like basically killed her friend. like It was insane. Like, I can't believe Gary had not a scratch on him the next day. I know. But but when he was like, What? Come on. Like, grabbing, trying to take Nicole's hand, and she was like, You're psycho. Like, get away from me. Um, It was just like, he he had no idea. Like, he's so, he just, like, you could tell it was like, Oh, I snapped. I blacked out, and I'm like, out of my mind. Like, I'm so unhinged Mm -hmm. that I'm going to beat the shit out of this kid in a high school kid and a minor in front of all these people in the high school and like, it's fine, you know, like no big deal. He's like, what Nicole, let's go on our date. Yeah, exactly, let's go. She's like, what what the fuck? Yeah, also is it just me or do you feel like Laura maybe like kind of was like, "Mm, I think David gave her that black eye but she was like cool about it. She was kind of like, let me show you how to cover it."
1: I think she knew.
0: Yeah, I don't, I just feel like the way she was about it felt a little bit like, like, "Mm, we've all been there. I'll show you how to, you got your first black eye. Let me show you how to cover it up.
1: Agreed. And like the fact that she called her a slut, I think obviously kind of establishes that she's not like the best authority. Yeah. You know, and she also (laughs) flirts with David.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? So and then and it's also so funny because it's like she puts concealer and stuff on it, but like she just gives her like a crazy side part. Like she takes her yeah. hair, parts it by her ear, and she mm-hmm. has these big giant Shirley Temple, like <laughs> like barrel curls falling <laughs> like in front of her yeah. face. <laughs> um but yeah, so then uh when she goes, when she, the next day, the obviously, like, Gary and Nicole are, like, talking about how fucking psychotic David is. And yeah. uh, we find that David has followed her to school. He's in her school following her around the hallways. And <laughs> he, he leaves a note on her locker that says, I can't be, begin to describe how sorry I am. Please meet me at Largo, which is their coffee shop after school. I'll be waiting for you, love, David. And then the next scene, we see him at the coffee shop and nicole doesn't show up and Mm -hmm. this is when we get our first creepy this
0: is when yeah (laughs) when david gets a little crazy movie takes a turn
1: we get our first scene in his house um Mm -hmm. if you want to call it that so it's like him creepy gross guy And a bunch of their other friends, they're, like, squatting in somebody's family home who is, like, at their vacation house or something. Mm -hmm. And one of his friends, like, knocks on his door and tells him that they need to start thinking about where they're going to go next because they're squatters. And David's, like, doesn't want to talk at the moment or whatever. (laughs) And the the look that he gives that guy is like Mark Wahlberg is so scary.
0: Yeah, and even that guy, he was like, "Oh, all right, sorry, man." Like back out slowly of the room, of his terrifying room with that like mental institution bed, like a metal bed. It was like he was like barely fit on it because he's so big. Yeah. yeah i was like uh, i know there's no sheets on his, it was just like what, what was his i kept thinking in my head like what was his game plan like obviously he was never gonna be able to take nicole back to that house you know
1: yeah i know and there's a scene where he does invite her over and i'm like where was yeah. he gonna take her what was he gonna do
0: yeah i mean
1: like <laughs> Just because Margot likes to get fucked in that house doesn't mean Nicole's going to want to get fucked in that house.
0: Yeah, and then, like, see his, like, scary room.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, there's, like, Chucky dolls with pins in their eyes. Chucky
0: dolls. I
1: know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We also, by the way, see it next to his, or, like, on the wall of his bed that he has, like, photos of him and Nicole, but then next to his mugshot. um. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so that's how we know he's been to jail
1: exactly he,
0: I was like who keeps the mugshot like
1: like so funny it's such a
0: funny way to do it yeah I was like taped up next to those pictures of nicole
1: um <laughs> uh, and then he delivers flowers to her house and when laura gives them to her she obviously like throws them away and um she has a moment of wanting to like Talk to Laura about it. Like, you could tell she wanted to open up about it, but then she decided that she wasn't going to. And later that night, Laura and Steve hear her crying in her bed. So Laura's like, Steve, let me handle this one. She, like, wants to, like, learn how to be a mom to a daughter or whatever. Yeah. So she goes in there and Nicole confesses everything. She tells her, tells her that David beat up Gary and that he's the one that, like, Or she actually didn't tell her that she was the one that gave her the black eye, but it's like, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. and that he snapped and that he was a different person and blah, blah, blah. And Laura, like Steve walks in and she asks him to let them finish. And she's like, can you just like hand us a box of Kleenex and like let us finish up here? And when he goes to reach for the Kleenex, he sees a condom like, like tucked under her bed. And, uh, mm-hmm. he freaks out and he goes, Nicole, just because he goes, just because I've disappointed you in life doesn't mean you did to throw your entire life away. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what?
0: Yeah. Fuck.
1: <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. And then of course, like him saying that, like sends her into the complete opposite direction. And she's like, I want to be with David yeah. again. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, obviously.
0: Yeah. He screwed it up. He, he, he had the chance and then he just lost his mind. He ruined it for him. Mm-hmm.
1: He's like,
0: Think of yeah. your
1: future, Nicole. You're throwing your life yeah. away.
0: Exactly. Don't be with that guy. Well,
1: well I'm going to. I'm going to get fucked on an insane asylum bed tonight.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Nicole tells her dad that at the end of the day, she's like, I'm living my life. You know, the whole teenage thing. I'm living my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I do whatever I want. Me and David had a misunderstanding, you know, Mm -hmm. like we'll get through it and, you know, we'll either, she she said like, we'll either get through it or we won't, but either way, it won't involve you. Yeah. And when Laura confronts him about it, he shows her the condom and she tells her, she tells him basically that you can't bully your teenage daughter into like submission. Like she won't, that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. And Nicole goes downstairs immediately. Take the takes the flowers out of the trash, and when she's open, she's like, "Yes, I'm back in a relationship." Yeah, she's like I got my man back. Yeah, <laughs> and she opens the flowers up and finds that he put photos in them, and uh, I love this scene too. So the next day, she's hanging out uh, with Margot at her pool, and Margot says, she goes. So we hate you. She goes, sometimes that's their shitty way of showing they love you. Like,
0: <laughs> what? I know. I was like, You're oh, girl. wow. I know. And like, again, me watching this at like 11 or something, it's like, oh. you right. Yeah, that means they like me. <laughs> like,
1: what? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, She tell, Nicole tells her, she's like, He didn't mean it, Margot. She's like, she's like, he didn't mean to do it. I know that it was an accident. And Margot's like, so then what's the problem? Quit complaining about it. Um. She also tricks Nicole into admitting that they slept together, and she goes, she's like, do your parents know that you guys are sleeping together? And she says no, and she's like, cachiya ho. Yeah. Go ahead. And then I like,
0: uh, (laughs) I love what she says. I don't know why. I don't know what is about Margot. She just. I think need a full movie on Margot alone. Oh
1: my God. Her story. I love this part too, where she says, you always remember your first, not your second, not your third, always your first. Like she literally talks like she's this wise, you know, mature, traveled woman. Like she's had an eat, pray, love Mm -hmm.
0: experience. Exactly. Yeah, she's definitely like, (sighs) she... Poor Margo. I don't know. She definitely, I thought it was sweet too, actually, in that scene, like, a Best Friends when she was, like, painting her toenails. I was like, oh, that's a nice oh, I know. Of, like Like, that was, like, a nice shot of them being, like, sisters.
1: Mm-hmm. Their their pool scenes are, like, the best.
0: I know. Also, Alyssa Milano's body is just incredible, right? Ridiculous. Like, you know, it's, it's always, unreal. Me.
1: Melissa, Alyssa Milano was never, like, a Poison Ivy girl or anything like that.
0: I know, she it was like I couldn't get like every outfit every like bathing suit like bikini shot I was like damn Alyssa Milano is smoke
1: show I know she's so fucking pretty and just so cool um so as they're talking David and creepy gross guy and all of their other squatter friends show up and Nicole like runs to her car and David of course chases her and he tells her that his intentions were good like he did it he, he would do anything to protect her he's like all i saw was a guy with his paws all over you um
0: <laughs> i have that written down as one of the quotes <laughs> he's like Nicole, you oh i it. saw some guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> paul's all over you
1: and he and she's like sort of giving in and then he touches her shoulder and it's over she literally yeah. has like a, a a sigh of like oh I can finally stop pretending I don't want to be with you. Like, let's do it. Let's let's get her done. Let's get right back together. Um, right. And then later on, as Steve is getting home from work, he hears people laughing by the pool. This is great. And as he walks out, he sees Nicole and Laura basically giving like polyamory fantasy at yeah, the pool. Like,
0: like ruffle realness. I know. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: They're both dating David today, and he's like, yeah throwing Nicole into the pool and he's throwing Laura into the pool and Laura's flirting really hard with him and Steve comes out and he's like what the hell is he doing here and she's like would you rather her like sneak off to see him or you know know what's going on and she makes a really good point where she says by the way these are your rules like yeah you're the one who's been like she's never been punished for anything like Mm -hmm. she's no consequences like she barely respects you. This is your yep. this is your whole gig. So I'm just
0: Exactly. You know. Mm-hmm. So long for the ride. Right. It's your kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it, yeah, she's like, and her boyfriend's hot. So uh yeah. come over he wants.
1: David's approaching 30 and he's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and then as David and Nicole are getting out of the pool, David very sensually kisses kisses her on her shoulder. I mean, he literally is like licking he her, shoulder. her shoulder.
0: Yeah, it's him kissing was just arousing and uncomfortable, like all at once. You know, it was very telling of what kind of lover
1: he is, if you know what I mean.
0: Yes. Like, yeah.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like Pound Town bunny sex. Yeah, and you, it lasts two minutes and you mm-hmm. don't give a shit if the woman is even there. Right. Oh. Um, anyway. <laughs> moving on from that or whatever.
0: Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, and he's like staring really intensely at Steve while he kisses his daughter, essentially. And, oh, so <laughs> and the next scene we find out that Steve has done a background check on David and everything that he's told Nicole, of course, is a lie. He grew up in foster care. He was bounced around from home to home until he would get kicked out of homes. When he turned 18, um, his public record stopped. So he has no no job history, no school history from 18 on. And he calls Laura to tell her this info. And she's like, so he grew up in foster care. He's embarrassed about it. And she goes, he
0: lied to impress a girl. What's the big deal, Steve? Yeah, like like, that's not a big deal. It's like, well, I don't know. He beat the shit out of her friend, gave her a black eye. And now we're seeing that he's like clearly unstable or has like major issues. Like very clear to see. What's the, big, what's the big deal? deal. What? he cares? He's like a girl. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a pretty <laughs> big uh, lie, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's like, can we just like stop at the fact that he hit her?
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Like what the? What is the debate?
0: I know it should be done. Like you're out. You're no longer allowed here. Like yeah, you're in this house. You're
1: the caucasity. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then we see. We now see that Steve is following David to Nicole's school, and he asks David. If he pulls up next to his car and he's like, "Hey, can you meet me around the corner? I want to talk." And he tells David that he basically he's like, "You're going to stop seeing my daughter." Um, and David pulls the old reverse psychology and tells him that uh, he's like not only he's like not only do I know that you abandoned Nicole he's like but like I know that like as a kid you weren't there and he goes he goes and I know because I'm the one who licked her sweet sweet tears
0: (laughs) 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 finish the whole monologue can you just do the whole monologue like through (laughs) it's so good
1: and I also know that you haven't been keeping up your bargain with the missus because he goes because otherwise <laughs> goes, because if he was, Laura wouldn't be all on my stick. <laughs> like Mark, Mark Wahlberg learned the word missus for this film.
0: He was like, mm. I know. And then to say all over my stick is so like barbaric. I know. I don't know why. I was like, oh my God, my stick.
1: Can I tell you something <laughs> so funny about him saying my stick? Yeah, I used to think whenever I would watch this movie on TV, I would think that that was the dubbed curse word, right? And I was like, exactly. "Oh, he really says stick."
0: Yeah, like, exactly, because it seems like exactly like a dubbed word, like something that would easily be dubbed over uh, for dick, but right? Like, no. not- they made a choice, and they used stick. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then Steve, to tell, like typical, like dad, you know, Steve is written to be such a sort of cliche dad in this kind of movie. Um, he goes, "Stay away from my daughter, and if you don't, I'll take your balls and rip them off and shove them so far up your ass they'll be coming out of your mouth."
0: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he talks like that. <laughs> I know, and it also it's like, dude, David would kill you, like crush literally, quite the size of you. <laughs>
1: And He's done it to quote Nicole Richie, he's done it before and he'll do it again. Yeah. He really doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then as soon as um, as soon as uh Steve pulls off, he David's by the way, and Steve drives a red convertible. That's important to mm-hmm. uh important to know. David starts the very infamous, the meme that uh lives in infamy of David beating his chest. And I remember being young and being like Oh, he's just showing that he's a tough guy. Like, I didn't understand.
0: I know, that too. I know, I was like, oh, he's doing some sort of, like, yeah, like, a tribal, like, yeah. you know, like, the thing that, like, Matthew McConaughey does. Yeah. Uh,
1: like, ape behavior.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's going really primal.
1: Right. Uh, um. Yeah, and then next we see that Steve has also paid a visit to his lawyer and he's trying to get, that was his lawyer, right? That guy? or Yeah,
0: that was his lawyer, yeah. At least, okay. yeah, I think so.
1: He's trying to get some advice on like what to do next because the cops won't help him and nobody like helps him. And the lawyer basically tells him like, you can't, he's like, you basically can't avoid the inevitable, which is like your daughter isn't going to see a virgin forever. Like she's dating a guy that you don't like. There's nothing that you can really do. Um, but he's like, but I'll make a couple calls. So then that night, Nicole bursts through the door of her dad's office. And she's like, she's like, where's my father? So Laura like tells her where Steve is and she stomps in and she's like, she's like, I never thought of, she's like, I never thought of you as a hypocrite until now. And she goes after lecturing me about how terrible David is and how terrible what David was, how, <laughs> how terrible what David did to Gary was. And then to turn around and do something so much worse. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, Oh, you don't? She's like, I saw the bruises, dad. She goes, You mean to tell me that you didn't leave bruises all over his chest? Which also, by the way, would be so weird for her dad to just like like be like, like, like be on right into his, his chest.
0: chest. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he left his beautiful face, but he he like punched his <laughs> nipples know. and his pecs.
0: I know, I know. Doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> um, and she's like she's uh oh yeah and then she like runs off and she goes (laughs) she's like basically tells him that she lost that she's lost all respect for him um and she runs out and I love this when she runs out of the house and she waits for her dad to come out to see by the way and then when he (laughs) runs outside she gets into David's convertible and David stares into uh into
0: Steve's eyes and they drive off with that little smirk on his face
1: uh-huh and Steve like thinks that he has his car keys in his pocket and he reaches for him but he realizes he's in, a, he's in pajamas and he goes Shit! <laughs> so we're approaching the climax of the movie so Steve yeah. calls the police and they tell him that there's nothing that can be done you know your daughter is dating some guy you don't like get over it and Nicole tells David, or no, Nicole and David park at their like makeout spot from the first yeah. time that they met. Their spot. From their yeah. spot, which by the way, just like reminds me of Homer and Marge. Remember their spot?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. they're made, like the makeout point?
1: Yeah. I love like people having a makeout point. It's just like so cute. I right. know. <laughs> um, and they're making out, and David goes, Nicole, tell me you want me. <laughs> and she's like, I oh, want yeah. you, David. I want you. I love when Reese's southern accent comes out on accent. I know.
0: I know. I want you, David.
1: <laughs> um. So she like they have sex in his car, at their makeout spot, and uh, she also says "I love you," which like we haven't seen her say it yet. So that was right. I guess kind of a big deal. She finally said it because he's been saying it since the day you fucking met her. Right. And
0: we finally got there. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, she finally caught up to David's, lo- David's love and lust.
0: Yeah, after, um, like, they've
1: been together for, like, three weeks. <laughs> <Right>? Like, literally. <laughs> I know. So when David drops her off, that's when he says, like, Do you, are you, she's like, are you sure you don't want to come home with me? And she's like, no. And she's like, uh, I got to go in and, like, call my dad down. But then as she's, like, as he pulls off, she looks up at her dad's office light and realizes she doesn't want to go in because, like, that would suck. So Mm -hmm. she gets right back in her car and she drives to David's this moment. Oh God. I'm like
0: dreading this moment.
1: (laughs) We have to talk about, we have to like unpack it. I know, I know. When she gets there, she hears really loud techno music playing. And as she approaches the door, she sees Margot giving creepy guy a lap dance and she's like trembling and she's sweaty. So we are to assume she's high on drugs and one of their gross friends walks up behind her and like starts like thrusting his dick on her back and the creepy guy pushes him away Mm
0: -hmm. and then
1: creepy guy takes a hit of a bowl and we see david come up and he grabs that was
0: crack by the way they're like all smoking crack through that movie they're like full-blown like they like dealing crack and smoking it for sure
1: i was gonna ask you if like to confirm that for me because i was like am i just like being poly like am i just being an idiot right now
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely crack or something like that. Like that was what they were like, their business was.
1: Okay, yeah, because Margo was like very clearly high on crack.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like yeah. See, I was like, that's not, uh, that's
0: not weed. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, that was crazy. But yeah, so then David comes up and he grabs her and like basically tells her to come upstairs. He's like, let's go upstairs. And the creepy guy says, fuck you, she's mine. And then David really violently grabs her by the back of her head and makes her tell creepy guy that she wants him. And she's like crying. He picks Mm -hmm. her up. This is like, this is so, this scene is so visceral to me. Just watching it too young. Picks her body up, Mm -hmm. throws her over his shoulder like a fucking caveman. Squeezes her ass and like basically pulls it open and just takes her upstairs and rapes her.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And she's crying. And you can, I mean, and meanwhile, Reese, or Reese, but uh, Nicole sees the whole thing go down. She sees it all. You can visibly see, I mean, I'm sure she couldn't obviously hear the conversation, but you can visibly see that David forces her. Like she, like Margot is in distress. She's upset, you know? Right. Um, It's really it's a really tough scene. Even now, like, to watch it, like, you know, when you've seen the movie before, it's, like, you know it's coming, but it's, like, it's a really pretty rough, hardcore scene, I I think, especially for, like, a movie that was, like, for, you know, teens, really. Yeah. I agree.
1: uh, It is really rough, and it's also just, like, it's just so... I just, like, don't believe that this is how any young girl would handle this now. Like you said, Reese, like a Gen Z girl would look through that window and see that she's like crying Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: immediately do something to like, like that girl's, that TikTok I sent you the other day with that girl that was like, I see a girl across the street who literally looks like she doesn't want to talk to this guy. So I'm going to go over and save her. Like it's just the 90s.
0: Exactly. And then immediately to be like mad at Margot. Like- doesn't want to talk to Margo, totally cuts her off, calls, thinks Margo's like a huge hoe for that, like doing all this shit, like, yeah, it's wild to me.
1: That was nuts, and like, especially knowing, like, you know that he's crazy. Yeah. Like, girl, what the fuck? Yeah, that's always yeah made me just feel, that scene just is like, makes my skin crawl, and then the other yeah. really sick thing, too, is like, when he picks her up and takes her upstairs, the creepy, gross guy, he's like, take that dirty bitch. I don't want her. Like, yeah. so they've just been, since Margot met them, they've just been passing her around this yeah. fucking crack house.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, And so then Nicole, uh, she sees the whole thing, like we said, and she runs back to her car. She's hysterical. She's crying, obviously. And when she gets home she finds steve and laura passed out they're like holding the phone waiting for her to come home and the next morning they wake up to a note that said that says dear dad i'm sorry if i caused you any worry it's over love nicole things are about to start getting very real <laughs> so <laughs> so steve goes up to nicole's room and uh she's like "Dad, i don't want to talk about it like i don't want to lecture please just leave me alone And he's, as he's walking away, he goes, Nicole, the pain will go away. Just like, (laughs) oh, like, thanks. I
0: know. (laughs) Thanks, dad. Get out. Yeah.
1: And then the next day at school, she's like paranoid. She's really out of it, of course. She looks really distressed and nervous and she's like skittish. And Gary tries to cheer her up and he like is like calling her a zombie and then out of nowhere, I love that David thinks he can be playful with Gary. By the way,
0: I know he's like, Shh, "I'm I gonna know. surprise Nicole." <laughs> like, oh. I know. It's like, uh, like what? first of all, Gary is also probably 15. So can you, I know, leave our high school, sir. And he must be so, can you imagine that? First of all, the fact that Gary's parents didn't like press charges on David. Oh my God, you know? I know. <laughs> like how scared of David must Gary be? Terrifying. Like I would be like, I wouldn't even be hanging out with Nicole. I'd be like, sorry, man. Like,
1: For sure. I'd be like, I'd you either, You and Margo are in, into <laughs> some fuck shit this year. I don't know what yeah,
0: like, changed. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: David shows up at the cafeteria and he like tries to surprise her and he puts because he doesn't know at this point that she's like seen everything and um he covers her eyes and he's like guess who and she starts hysterically screaming she's like get the fuck away from me she literally is screaming like somebody help me get him away from me yeah um and then Gary step which like again like I as a Gary, it's like, ugh, like these moments in my life where I have to like be a man or whatever, like you know what I mean. He, and you could tell Gary was like, ugh, I don't want to do this.
0: Every nobody would step in, so it was like everybody's looking at Gary. It's like you gonna do something, man? You,
1: you yeah, you have to be the one to say something because you're Gary. Yeah. He's like, hey, David. She doesn't want to be with you anymore. You hurt her, okay? <laughs> David's like, okay, I'm gonna kill you later, okay? Yeah,
0: yeah, seriously. He's like, okay. All right. <laughs>
1: Like, I'm literally going to snap your throat later. Um, So then that night, Margo shows up to their house. And when Laura uh, lets her in, Nicole, like, doesn't greet her at all. And she asks Nicole, like, you know, why she hasn't been taking her calls. And she's like, like, where have you been? And she's like, as you can see, I'm playing uh, video games with my brother. And Margo tells her, she's like, well, you don't have to be so snotty about it. So she bends down to Toby, which like I hate when people say this to kids. I hate
0: I know. Ugh. I know. She's
1: like, when are you gonna grow up so I can ravage you? It's like
0: why? I why? know. I hate when people say that, or they look at kids like a like a little boy, like you're gonna be a heartbreaker when you grow up. It's like, mm-hmm. stop. You got a boyfriend. You better yeah, not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you 2 you're in trouble <laughs> I know
1: <laughs> um so then they uh they end up walking outside to have like their official talk and Nicole's like are you really gonna say she's like are you really gonna stand and act like you don't know why I'm mad at you and Margo's like I really don't know like I've been lying to you for so many months now sis yeah I don't know what yeah, like, you could be mad it? at yeah I know um and she's she specifically says she's like, "This is exactly what I'm talking about." She's like, um, "She's like you." She's like, "Everybody says something and they mean something different." And I don't know what anybody means anymore. Like, I don't know how to, I don't who to trust anymore. And she's like, "It's like I don't even know you." And uh, without having to really like go into it, Margo like understands it. Nicole knows that she's been fucking the entire house, including David. Mm-hmm. And iconic moment. Nicole runs in the house. How many times have I said this to you throughout our friendship? (laughs) My favorite thing to quote. You're my only friend! You're my only friend! Don't do this!
0: I need you! Yeah. (laughs) So sad, though. Awful. So sad. Also, just, like, the way Margot's whole demeanor has changed at this point when she comes into the house, when she's talking, like, Her hair is messy. Mm -hmm. She's got all like big baggy clothes, totally covered up. Um, you know, dark circles. You can tell, like, you know, she was a girl who got raped last night. Yeah. And she needs her friend, and her friend is like basically calling her slut. Mm -hmm. Don't talk to me. I can't. It's so sad. It's just like such a. It makes me like really mad at Nicole. You know? know, like. Because
1: Nicole is a Lauren Conrad, by the way. Yeah, which is like she's an LC. It's just like so frustrating, mm-hmm. and she also says like she tells her they made me do it,
0: they, made they got me, do me
1: it. high, like
0: mm-hmm. he told just... me he'd kill me if I said anything,
1: mm-hmm. like which he would.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: And, like, her dad is also, by the way, in the house watching this all happen on their security. Have I mentioned that they have, like, for whatever reason, because her dad builds houses that are, like, security-driven, um, they have, like, the craziest security system in the history of homes. Like, they <laughs> yeah. have bulletproof windows.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. It's, it's, it's the ins- most secure house in Seattle. They're in Seattle, sure. right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I keep
0: just saying Seattle.
1: <laughs> no, I think, I think that they are
0: yeah
1: um yeah so then when Margot leaves david follows her and tells her to pull over and she gives him the middle finger while she's crying and he literally starts knocking into her car and so, um i can't even imagine
0: how terrifying this would be oh on like a God. windy road over like a mountain cliff like.
1: right they're like on mulholland drive
0: yeah um, it was like terrifying
1: And he, like, does this weird fake-out thing where he, like, drives on the opposite side of the street, like, knowing that she'll eventually have to pull over because she's not going to want him to die. So then he pulls over, they pull over. um, He, like, basically, like, like, first of all, she, the acting in this scene. I know. Alyssa Milano was afraid of Mark Wahlberg in this scene.
0: Yes. Terrified. Terrified
1: because he really hit her upside the head. Like he fucking hit her like for real. And he grabs her, he like pulls her out of the car. And he was like, uh, he was like, what did you say? What did you tell her? How does she know? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I have no idea. She's hysterical. I swear I didn't say anything. I don't know how she knows. And um, he tells her to make it right. And then before he gets in the car, he goes, you liked it anyway.
0: Yeah, he said don't cry you fucking liked it oh oh
1: i know and that night david shows up at the house and steve answers the door and david tells him he's like he's like good evening mr walker i would love to come in to explain myself to the family and steve's like get the fuck out of here nicole doesn't want to see you like none of us ever want to see you again it's over and nicole thanks him and they're like watching on the monitor and then next, we see David in his, his uh, bathroom giving himself a iconic prison tattoo mm-hmm. where he is cut into his skin with an, uh, a knife and he has blown ink out into his hand from an ink pen and he rubs it all over his cuts and washes it off <laughs> to reveal Nicole forever, which is <laughs> yeah. so iconic. I know. And
0: <laughs> I mean, again i want to know where his head i mean obviously he's like insane but it's like this a winner back let me carve her name into my chest
1: and also just picturing her reading nicole forever um i know
0: Eva. (laughs) i know
1: gross like that would make me not want to talk to you anymore sir
0: exactly it's like you ruined your perfect chest (laughs)
1: exactly oh my god um And the next we, uh, we see, like, when Steve drops Nicole off at school, he tells her, like, I've spoken to security, the school knows everything, you know, like, if you, you know, you're you're gonna be protected all day, basically. Mm -hmm. And Gary walks her into school, and we see David watching from, like, the shrubs of the high school. Um, and then after school, Nicole gives Gary to, uh, or Nicole invites Gary to the mall and he says that he can't come because he's got to work on a project. And he says bye to the family and they all know him. There's a very sort of like, sort of like shorthand relationship between them. You can tell Gary is like a part of the family.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And when he says bye to her, he takes this shortcut through the woods to get home. And then as he's walking through the woods, out of nowhere, we hear, hey, Gary,
0: and it's David. Oh, so scary. Oh, I know, and that's how Gary knows he's done for. He's like, "I'm gonna die." Oh, I'm like, great! I'm gonna die in the woods.
1: Great. <laughs> this scene is insane, by the way. It's psychotic. Like,
0: it's psychotic. Full sprints through the woods. <laughs> like, can you imagine?
1: <laughs> I've never seen people run so fast. Like, the Terminator in Terminator Two doesn't run as fast. <laughs>
0: as I know. In the
1: woods um and before he like kills him he tells him that he's like he tells him like i've been moved from foster home to foster home and he gives this analogy about how like growing up he used to punch through the walls he's like i used to punch through every wall and then he's like and they would just move me to more walls and i'd knock him down gary and um he throws gary to the ground he chases him grabs grabs his body and throws him through the air like fucking wandavision and then yeah. like grabs him and I don't even know if it was a neck break it was like a spine break yeah he like ripped his head off it was right. like full mortal combat he's like holding his heart yeah. uh,
0: crazy um, and then it just cuts away
1: yeah and it's just like Gary's dead we all knew what happened Gary's yeah. finally dead yeah <laughs> <I know. laughs> um and as Steve is leaving work, he approaches his car and he sees that David destroyed it. And he left a note that says, now I pop both your cherries. <laughs> and uh, he, he's like-
0: Because his car's cherry red.
1: hmm And Nicole and Laura are at the mall. We see that David has been following them. And at the same time, Steve is frantically trying to get home to get, you know, because he knows David is like, David is unhinged at this moment and he's of course stuck in traffic. So David follows Nicole into the bathroom of the mall and when she tries to scream, he covers her mouth. I wrote this whole thing down. It's Mm -hmm. too iconic. He says, he says, You gotta listen to me, Nicole. He goes, the real me. He goes, you gotta use he goes, you gotta use this one, (laughs) this thing that you have. got to use the one thing that you have that that can hear the real me and he goes he points to her ears and her mouth and he goes it's not here and it's not here it's the way you see me acting and then he puts his hand between his her legs and he goes it's here nicole you know it is i know it you know your daddy knows it everybody knows it they're jealous because we have something everybody wants (laughs) but nobody has we can't let them take that away from us nicole he tells her that she needs to see him with her vagina because her yeah. eyes and ears don't see him the way her vagina is.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. What? I know. <laughs> it's just like, uh, he's like, don't forget I'm good in bed. Right. Just, even if, no matter how crazy this shit gets, I'll dick you down. Exactly. Good.
1: And you'll never, unfortunately, be able to forget me because I've taken your virginity.
0: Yep. You always remember your first, Nicole.
1: <sighs> Not your third or fifth. Um, <laughs> so, and then there's a woman in the bathroom who's like startled and Nicole literally cries for help and it's like really sad. And then we see that Steve has broken into David's house. He's looking through David's room. He found a like Bible lock box that he broke open and he found a pair of Nicole's underwear, the family photo from earlier, and David like photoshopped his. He like embossed his face on the photo to make it look like he's like the leader of the family,
0: like he's the dad. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> and um, he also carved Daddy's girl, or he he like smoothed Daddy's girl out of a necklace and wrote David's girl into it. So, Killing. I know. Mm -hmm. oh so creepy and Steve ends up just trashing the entire house and I love this scene because I think it's so funny when the guys come home and they realize like he did he broke something that affects every one of us individually yeah one guy's like my drum set (laughs) you know and the creepy guy's like not my pool sticks yeah They all have one item that represents them.
0: Yeah, like them as a person. They're most of a prized possession.
1: Right. And the the like tall, skinny guy that we don't really know anything about yet, he looks at the TV and it's like, the TV's his thing. He's like, not a big screen TV.
0: No, that would have been me. But like the TV! I know.
1: <laughs> I literally...
0: My shows! <laughs>
1: <I know. laughs> um, and And... Uh, so yeah, then the, the guys all try. They're like trying to figure out like who did this, like who could have possibly did this. And David's like, I know who did it, and he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, let's pay them a visit. And
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get revenge,
1: right? And we see Steve is like still trying desperately to get the police involved, and the police don't give a fuck. Um, it's so
0: crazy at this point that the police don't care because now he's beaten up her friend at school and sexually assaulted her in the bathroom.
1: Right, and they're right. still not gonna like and destroyed his car yeah
0: and destroyed his car
1: and they're like girls will lose their virginities
0: I know oh. you have to let nature take its course <laughs> you
1: it's can't like, stop her Steve I
0: know. also this is the scene too <laughs> with that well when they go to pay them a visit they are all smoking crack in the car and they all get like mm. those one like blonde guy and stuff they get like crazy hyped up that's why they're so like nuts when they get there yeah
1: the crack thing was honestly lost on me for like years
0: I know me too me too
1: I did not get it literally
0: me. until I watched it this time around I was like oh it's crack oh, okay <laughs>
1: I'm like, it's not weed and it is in fact not yeah. weed
0: I know that's not a bowl for smoking marijuana <laughs> that is a pipe uh, yeah.
1: I heard tell of them on tv yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, so David and the gang show up at Nicole's house and they park in the woods and David makes it clear that Nicole is not supposed to be hurt. She's the only one out of all of them that they can't kill. And as he says that creepy guy like gives him this weird like smile. He was like, I'm obviously gonna try and rape Nicole. Um, Yeah. He's been pointing at her and thrusting his hips the entire movie. So he's like, I'm obviously gonna do something terrible to Nicole, don't fuck with me. Yeah, yeah. So the doorbell rings and it's Margot. She's hysterical and she tells the family that Gary is dead and that they found his body beaten in the woods. And David calls. We hear, Kaisa, come here, boy. Oh. <laughs> so the dog, oh God, the dog goes over because the dog liked David.
0: Yeah, he doesn't look at David as a threat.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, at the same time, Toby's using his dog whistle and uh, Kaiser sticks his head through the door and it is his head cut off and David throws it on the ground. And Kaiser's big acting moment is he widens his eyes and steps back as his dog's head is in the fucking kitchen.
0: I mean, it looked, it was like, I was like, I wrote down and I was like, that kid's traumatized for the rest of his life. Um, before anything else happened. That right. just, I mean, God. Yeah. I couldn't believe it's really, I I think it's, like, rare a lot of the time that you see, like, an animal, like, get hurt in the movies, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. it's always, like, kind of, no matter what, it's, like, shocking when an animal, like, dies because you're so invested. And I, you don't see that coming at all. And uh, it's so shocking. It's just, like, such a shocking moment. And it's really, it's just, like, whoa. They really took it to, like, I mean, it's, this movie is so dark on so many levels. But then to add, like, uh, animal, like brutality to it
1: yeah and they really like went i mean the the special effects like the dog's tongue is sticking out and they linger on the shot of the dog for a long time yes
0: the beheaded dog
1: Mm -hmm. it was really that was a lot um yeah and as steve is on the phone with the police they realize that the phone lines are out like they're like cut which means they can't call security because the security system works through the phone system so Laura tells Steve that, like, she's like, it'll be okay. Like, um, like, this house is designed to keep people out. Like, she's like, you know, Steve, reinforce doors, steel beams or whatever. She's like naming yeah, all yeah. The, the functions of that Yeah,
0: you built this house. Right.
1: And uh, she's like, nobody gets in without the code. And as she's telling him this, like, David starts punching the numbers into the door. And Nicole's like, Dad, David knows the code. <laughs> he used it yeah. to come... take my virginity that night you found a condom in my room
0: yeah I remember I know I was like good job Nicole
1: (laughs) and so then Steve like runs up to the door and slams it back closed and David tells him through the peephole he's like he's like Mr. Walker nature's gonna run its course (laughs) he's like you better let me in because I'm coming in no matter what and that's when he says the iconic like, well, now open the goddamn door, or whatever he says. <laughs> let me in your fucking house. Yeah, <laughs> let me in your fucking house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, they start throwing rocks into the windows and we, that's how we learn that the glass is reinforced and they can't break through it. And then Toby and Margo, uh, Nicole, Toby and Margo go upstairs into Nicole's room and they lock the door. And as they hide upstairs, Creepy, gross guy is standing on the skylight and he's winding his hips again.
0: (laughs) doing his his hand to move.
1: (laughs) He's winding his hips and pointing at Nicole. And uh, (laughs) then David, or we hear, or Steve hears like a drill and realizes that one of the guys is drilling through the bulletproof glass and he beats his hand with like a fireplace stick. And we suddenly hear this like really loud slamming on the door. And it turns out Creepy Guy went and found him a, a log, yeah. carried a log down to the house, <laughs> and he's using
0: Huge a log, fucking tree
1: stump to yeah. break in. As a battering ram. Right? <laughs> yeah. And he says, he says, an eye for an eye, right? He goes, you fuck up my house, I'll fuck up yours. And that's when Laura goes, Steve.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's the thing that puts her over It's She's like, wait a minute, you went to their house? Right. You fucked up there. It's like, not now, yeah.
1: Laura. Yeah, Laura, fuck off. Yeah. David <laughs> has fucked you in our home. Like, stop. Please. Yeah,
0: like, shut the fuck up. Let's just deal with the issue at hand right now.
1: <laughs> right. So then upstairs, Margot is having a panic attack and Toby notices one of them trying to get into Nicole's bedroom through the window because the upstairs windows are not reinforced. Um, so Nicole takes an umbrella and like stabs him to the window and he falls like three stories and then David tells Laura to check on the kids while she, uh, he like pushes the refrigerator and all their furniture up against the doors and that's when they notice that like they're taking an axe to one of the doors to get through and Nicole notices that there's a security, they're, they're secu- they have a, a personal security guard I forgot to mention at the beginning who like sits a mile away from their house and like yeah. overlooks the house.
0: You know what's funny? Like when I was watching it, I kind of thought I was like, oh, it's like the security guard for like the neighborhood. And then I realized I was like, there's no other <laughs> houses. So they just have a security guard for them. I thought
1: the same thing. I was like, oh, he's like the LL Cool J of Halloween. Yeah, well, but then I was exactly. like, oh, there's nobody else there. They just have a guy that sits exactly. in the box all day. Yeah. Um, so Nicole's like, well, if I can get the security guard's attention, then like he'll know to come down. So she starts doing full like SOS with the lights. She's like, danger, danger, danger. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which uh, was smart, smart move.
1: Super smart.
0: I wouldn't have thought of it. Um. I would have been doing a Margo, like we're going to die. Like, totally.
1: Oh, you would have been giving Margo the house it's like yeah the- can you
0: imagine <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she's like her panic attack is so visceral i
0: know, I know. <laughs> like why did i come over here fuck i
1: know fuck i could have texted them or told the called them and told them yeah i bad. know um so then yeah steve and laura are just like at this point using every bit of furniture they can find in the house and like w- you know wedging them against the door and um, one of the guys is like using, he like is reaching in through the hole that they made with the ax and Laura takes like a drill and like very, del- like, I don't know why she didn't just fully really go for it and like go through his hand, but she like takes yeah. a drill and goes like mm-hmm, and like pokes at his hand a little bit. <laughs> and he's like, fuck man, I'm
0: really fucked up. I gotta go to the hospital, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they lose like two guys from that. Cause I guess his friend was taken to the hospital. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then of course it's like the guys that matter are left really. It's like creepy guy David yeah. and then like that skinny guy, I guess I don't know. um yeah and they all notice Larry the security guard driving down towards the house and they're all like, it's all gonna be okay. Steve's like, it's over. it's over now <laughs> 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 And uh when he pulls up, David walks up and he goes, so is there something wrong i was just visiting my girlfriend and he's like <laughs> first of all the cop Catherine." i know when he pulls out his guns and gives clint eastwood and he goes
0: "Stop!" He it. Got two Damn. little guns <laughs> I know. two little baby pistols that's enough i was like why does he have two a little holster <laughs> oh my god
1: he literally put he was like i want to stand off with you fellas
0: yeah (laughs) funny
1: (laughs) uh, yeah and like creepy guy tried to hit him with an axe and he like he like swerved out of it and steve walks out he's all fucking cocky and he's like um he ends up steve punches david across the face and he punches creepy guy and right right as he punches david we hear a gun go off and it's the skinny crackhead he shot the security guard so now david is outside with them they have a gun Mm -hmm. he just punched them and they hate him because he destroyed their house so yeah it's like it's like i you say i know you're supposed to like root for him but like i hated steve so much that i was like oh even down to the last minute you're such a fucking like him walking out and being like yeah it's over now boys
0: yeah, like, I'm going to beat the shit out of both of you now, and that's going to be that. It's like, no. No,
1: like, you idiot. Um, no. So they, of course, beat the shit out of Steve. They kick him in his stomach a bunch of times, and mm-hmm. they walk him to the door, and uh, they tell Laura to open up the door, or they'll shoot him in the head, and they're like, we're going to come in either way, so we can come in with him dead or not and uh she's like he's like Laura don't do it Laura yeah and she's like Steve I'm sorry (laughs) she starts moving the furniture away from the door so that they can let her in um and also by the way it's David that convinces her he's like Laura yeah open the door Laura and she immediately and it's like okay
0: okay David
1: yes sir (laughs)
0: She's, like, secretly hoping that he's there for her. Right? She's, like, put Take on red yeah. <laughs> Take her away from all this. Yeah.
1: Take her away from all this. So then Toby decides that he, he's, like, he's, like, I just realized I'm small enough to fit through stuff. Yeah. So Toby's, like, I can fit through, <laughs> like, the, the bathroom window. And, if like, if I can do that, then I can make it to the car phone so then David and and the gang they head inside they handcuff Laura and Steve and once they're in the house creepy guy breaks into Nicole's room specifically to rape her he's like this is finally the moment I've been waiting for
0: yeah I've been telling you all movie I'm gonna do something (laughs) pointing at you
1: (laughs) so she's screaming and like fighting him away and then poor Margot she jumps on his back the classic damsel move I know she jumps on his back and just holds his neck, (laughs) you know, which
0: is the hold on (laughs) back ride. What is that? I don't know. There's like a million things in her room. Like just pick something up and like hit him in the head. I know
1: it's like, you know, that scene in pretty woman where uh, Jason Alexander hits Julia Roberts. And she's like, she's like, God, do they teach you guys that in high school? Like, Like it's like, do they teach you guys that in high school? Yeah, I know. <laughs> to jump on a man's back and just hold on to his yeah.
0: throat? What is Yeah, that? it's never worked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you.
1: <ya>! Um <laughs> so yeah, she's like screaming and, and and holding on to him and trying to pull her up, pull him off of Nicole. And the way that he beats up Margot is just like like he punches her in her stomach a bunch of times, and you can hear the wind getting knocked out of her. And he punches her in her face. Um, he really fucks up Margo. And at the same time, Toby makes it to the car. So he turns it on. And the guy, he like, the guy shoots at the windshield. And Toby just like very nonchalantly lays his head against the,
0: <laughs> yeah, the he window. Does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no emotion, no fear. No
0: emotion, yeah. No blinks. He's like, not blinking. <laughs> He's completely traumatized from the dog. <laughs>
1: right? it's like, fuck this family. Yeah, My
0: dog. I know. I know. Kaiser. I
1: know. So Toby lays his head against the the wheel, and he presses, and he very slowly puts it in drive. He's like, park, yeah. drive, yeah. like no concern, and he um,
0: no sense of urgency. <laughs> yeah,
1: not at all. <laughs> and he uh. In a very mundane fashion, drives over this guy's <laughs> body with no emotion at all. Doesn't care that he crushed yeah. the car. kill the like, guy <laughs> yeah. him a big
0: I place. Know. Doesn't even care. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> so Toby calls nine one one, and um, uh, yeah. So then he makes his way back in the house, and Laura shows him the handcuffs, and she's like, "Go find the keys." So he goes back out. He finds the keys from the security guard. And when David walks into Nicole's room, the creepy guy's trying to rape her. So David, like, without any thought, shoots him in the head. His best friend.
0: Yeah. shoots yep. him right
1: in the head. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. And That's love, baby. I not have been like, okay,
0: well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you really do care. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> and so then he pulls her dad into the room. And he's like, she's hysterically fucking scream crying. And he's like, you
0: gotta say bye to daddy. He's like, you gotta say <sighs> bye to your daddy first. <laughs> Everything he says in this movie like, is like, it makes me so like, literally like my skin crawl. It's just the way he whispers it. Do you know what I, I, know, I mean? I know, It's cause he's, he's like,
1: like he you know that Mark Wahlberg like has said that to a woman
0: yeah like it's just it's like i feel like it's the closest representation of like mark Wahlberg in a movie right. you know what i mean he says a lot of a young mark Wahlberg, i'll say i don't know again mark Wahlberg might be like really cool guy now but yeah, i don't know he's i mean i don't think so look at right. everybody <laughs> right colonious assault
1: he says a lot he of it yeah he blinded, and also by the way tried to like be part of it in 2014 he's like i uh don't want that yeah. on my record anymore. And they're like, no, you fucking yeah. idiot.
0: He's like, and I'm famous and rich, so.
1: Yeah, can, can you just do that? handle that? Thank you so much. Um, yeah. He says a lot of real David stuff in this scene. My favorite, th- this is one of my favorite lines of the entire movie where he says like, um, he's like, don't cry, Nicole. He goes, girls always cry on a wedding day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. oh. So that- Completely unhinged. Right. So then Lauren sne- well,
1: sneaks upstairs and unlocks Steve's handcuffs and he tries to attack David and he gets punched across the face and um, David says Daddy, you will forever hold your peace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop calling him Daddy. I don't I like know. it.
1: <clears throat> then Nicole stabs him with the peace pipe that he got her at the carnival. Full and- circle moment full circle and also it's like a peace pipe um yeah and they have a real sort of looney tunes scuffle like you know just knocking each other into shit and yeah. you know, breaking vases and things and then <laughs> out of nowhere um
0: daddy acquires brute strength <laughs> superhuman strength <laughs> I talk? yeah i wrote that down i go her dad has superhuman strength <laughs> He, to throw him out of the house like that Katie, he
1: grabbed fucking mark Walmart by his shirt by the way and threw yeah, him his not shirt like, it's not like he fell up against you know like up against the house outside he fucking yeah to like their courtyard
0: yeah like clean out first of all smashed through the glass window <laughs> Flew all the way out, like feet out, and yeah, like landed on, like almost in the water. (laughs) It's crazy. It was insane.
1: It's such a wild way to end a movie that, like, for the most part, lived in reality.
0: Yeah. It's like yeah, agreed. And then, like, from that moment when Mark Wahlberg hits the ground, the movie like abruptly ends. I thought I didn't really how quickly it just like it was like oh it's over, cops are here, and it just cuts out done
1: yeah and everybody's like super chill that hurt that he like he's like oh it's finally over like it's like it's super yeah. chill that he just like threw him out the window like that like yeah no reaction and there's like four
0: dead bodies strewn about the house yeah a dead dog your son that kid is never oh, gonna be the same
1: he's murdered yeah he's, he's got it yeah he's
0: a murderer now yeah i know
1: And of course, like, as the credits are rolling, the cops, you know, it's like, it's like every SWAT team, there are helicopters, forensics is there, you know, it's- You said there
0: were divers in the water? Yes. I was like, I I made a comment to that. I was like, why are there divers in the
1: water? It is literally, as soon as David dies, the sun comes up and every fucking, there are 10 ambulance cars there. Like, it was amazing. Such a a weird way for the movie to end.
0: Yeah, it was just very abrupt. It was just like, all right, we're done. Like, that's all we got for you today. Daddy. You need to keep it to 90 minutes. You will forever hold your peace. <laughs> and thus launch the career of Mark Wahlberg.
1: <laughs> Long story short. Yeah. Um, well, do you have any, I guess, closing thoughts about this movie before we have to close the chapter
0: yeah I mean first of all this movie isn't i is iconic obviously it's something that we've all watched and and loved but re-watching it again uh it is very dark mm-hmm. it is quite I think I almost wouldn't mind a remake of this movie at this point which it's been 25 years I know people are like annoyed with remakes but I wouldn't mind seeing a remake more with like a women of now, like how Probably. it would be handled now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, especially Margot's character. Um, I think that her story, I still, I'm a fierce advocate for Margot, and I think her story still needs to be told. <laughs> and uh, <laughs>
1: framing Margot,
0: <and>, yeah, seriously, <laughs> and uh, and also at the end of the day, uh, I hope that. We've learned a lesson of there's two types of men in this world, and they're either emotionally unavailable or obsessively attached. Yeah, or might kill you and your family.
1: And unfortunately, so good
0: luck, ladies.
1: Yeah, the latter is always hot.
0: Yeah, I know. I know.
1: It's like, oh God, like we're all Laura at the end of the day. Everybody listening to this, me. By the way, we we're all Laura. Just so you know where we place Mm -hmm. this movie, we're Laura. Mm
0: -hmm. We're the Lauras,
1: 100%. (laughs) The 30-something woman trying to figure it out. And also, like, you want to fuck this, like, problematic man that has made himself into your life.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, like, your stepdaughter's boyfriend, but old enough to be your boyfriend.
1: Right. He's good Mm -hmm. at the landscaping thing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Great body.
1: He, He worked a couple summers as a landscaper. (laughs) <laughs> well katie thank you so much for doing this with me this is uh this is amazing yeah
0: yeah this was great this was great fear Oof. <laughs> now i gotta re i gotta rewatch it now just for that one scene in the car i know i thought he was petting a dog's head this whole time <laughs> why did you think it was a dog i don't know i truly don't know i thought he had a do- <laughs> that's how pure i am i thought how innocent so oh, but, oh, yeah. A little doggy. I know. <laughs> like he ain't got a kitty. He's got a little doggy on his lap. That's
1: cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this um, Shakespearean retelling of the movie Fear. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McKee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at Dunzo Pod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew.